Hello everyone and welcome to the Journey Through Sonship Podcast. I am Calvin Calhoun Jr. And today we want to do part two on understanding biblical forgiveness. And today we want to talk about the authority to forgive sin. The authority to forgive sin. Now, I really urge you to please go back and listen to part one of this um, because we need to understand, have a real uh, foundational understanding of what biblical forgiveness is is one of the things that God taught me when I started way back when God called me, said, you're going to be a preacher. Um, and even that word in itself is, is a unique word in scripture. But uh, he called me, he said, I, you're going to be my preacher. And when he said that to me, one of the first things that he confronted in me was forgiveness. And he wanted to help me to understand that we have need to have a biblical understanding of forgiveness and not a worldly definition of forgiveness because for so many people they see forgiveness as just saying i'm sorry just saying i'm sorry one of the things is when you're asking for forgiveness the lord is faithful and just to forgive and to say that your sins forgiven but you know what really makes forgiveness complete is when you're repentant And there's actually evidence in the turning of your actions from that wicked way that caused you to fall into sin or to commit that offense. So many times when I talk to my children about forgiveness, I tell them, okay, when you ask someone to forgive you, that's great. But one thing that they should also see, they should actually see the forgiveness and not just hear it. What's the see? The seeing is the turning from the wicked way. So in other words, when Jesus said, when, uh, when the Lord said, um, if my people in second Chronicles, if my people who are called by my name, show what humble themselves, seek my face, pray and what turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and do what heal their land. Okay. It's, it is forgiveness has multiple layers to it but one thing for sure is that we have to understand we're never to take forgiveness to be i forgive you but i won't forget it because the lord doesn't do that to us the lord says i forgive you and i remember it no more but let's look at a particular unique passage and testimony in the gospels as we as we talk about the authority to forgive sin look at uh Luke chapter 5, everybody get out your Bibles. Luke chapter 5, and we're going to start reading the verse number 18. There's a testimony here. But I want you to look at the words of Jesus carefully. Remember, I've always told you, if you have been following me for a minute, please read scripture slowly. Do not read it fast because you can miss some of the beautiful words that really highlight and bring out and give you understanding of the scripture. But let's look at Luke chapter 5, verse 18. It says, and behold... Men brought in a bed, brought in a bed a man, which was taken with a palsy. And they sought means to bring him in and to lay him before him. And when they could not find by what, which, what way they might bring him in because of the multitude, they went upon the housetop and let him down through the tiling with his couch into the mist before Jesus. And when he saw their faith, he said unto him, man, thy sins are forgiven thee. Okay. And keep in mind, this is Jesus, God in the flesh that is saying, man, thy sins are forgiven thee. 
And the scribes and the Pharisees, verse 21, began to reason. The religious people began to reason, saying, Who is this which speaketh blasphemies? Who can forgive sins but God alone? That is what the religious order said to Jesus. Who can forgive sins but God alone? But when Jesus perceived their thoughts, verse 22, he answered, saying unto them, What reason in your hearts? Whether it's easy to say, Thy sins be forgiven, or to say, Rise up and walk. But that you may know, follow the scripture, <laughs> that you may know that the Son, I'm sorry, that the Son of Man has power on earth to forgive sins. He said unto the sick of the palsy, I say unto thee, arise and take up thy couch and go into thy house. And immediately he rose up before them and he took up there where he on he lay and departed to his own house, glorifying God. Now listen to me. Listen to me. See, we read that. We've heard that testimony a thousand times. But what did Jesus say to the religious order? He said, but that you may know that the son of man. He didn't say son of God. He said, son of man has power upon earth to forgive sin. Who grants the power? God grants the power. God grants the authority that the son of man can do it. Now, who are the sons of men? Of course, mankind, men, those of us who have been filled with the Holy Spirit, the sons of God, we have been given the authority to forgive sin. Now, that may sound like a cuss word to you. That may. But if you read the Bible, you know we can back that up. How do we know that we have the authority to forgive sin? Everybody turn over to Matthew chapter 6. Matthew chapter 6. That's right. That is where the Lord taught the disciples how to pray. Remember, read slowly. Start at the Lord's Prayer. He says this. Verse 9, after this manner, therefore pray ye, our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. See, we have memorized that thing just like that. But when we slow it down, look at what Jesus is telling us how to pray. He says, Lord, forgive us our debts as we forgive. We forgive what? Our debtors. Okay, let's keep going. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Now, that's the end of the prayer. Jesus picks right up after the prayer and says this. For if you forgive men their trespasses, who did he say forgive men their trespasses? He said you 
or ye that's in the Bible. For if you forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you forgive not men their trespasses, neither will your Father forgive your trespasses. Who did Jesus say had, had been given authority on earth to forgive sin? It is the sons of men. That's us who are filled with his spirit. We're able to forgive sin in the name of Jesus. Jesus, this is red writing. He says, if you forgive, forgive us our debts as we forgive. You want to see another place? Look at John chapter 20. John, John chapter 20, verse number 21. And then said Jesus unto them again, Peace be unto you, as my Father hath sent me, even so send I you. Then Jesus said unto, I'm sorry, even so send I you. Let me, let me read it one more time because I don't like to sound confusing. But I was reading that and going back and forth. John chapter 20, verse 21 says, Then said Jesus to them again, Peace be unto you, as my Father has sent me, even so send I you. And when he had said this, he breathed on them and said unto them, Receive ye the Holy Ghost. Whosoever sins you remit, they are remitted unto them. And whosoever sins you retain, they are retained. Who does Jesus give the authority to forgive sin to? The church. To the sons of God. So this is why, if we're called to be like him, that we need to understand that God has given us the authority to forgive sin. We are his children. We are his sons. So if you're saying that God didn't, only God, because remember the Pharisees and Sadducees had said, wait, only God can forgive sin. And Jesus said, I'm making it known unto you that the Son of Man has power what, to forgive sins. Where? Where? On earth. That's why he says, uh, forgive others their debts. See, there are people walking around who feel like they don't, like, I just need to take it to God. And God will forgive it. But if the offense is not with God and the offense is with your brother or your sister, he tells you over in James, what? Confess your faults one to another and pray one for another that you may be what? Healed. What's being healed? A relationship that's broken is being reconciled back. Look at 2 Corinthians chapter 5. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a what? New creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. And all things are of God who has reconciled us to himself by Jesus Christ and has given us the ministry of reconciliation to which God was in Christ reconciling the world unto himself, not imputing their trespasses unto them, and have committed unto us a what? A word of reconciliation. The power of forgiveness is to bring 
reconciliation and restoration is to produce healing. It's to repair the breach. See, when Jesus' blood was shed for us, that blood was shed to reconcile, to give us the opportunity to be reconciled back to God. What else? And forgive us of our sin. Well, guess what? People trespass against us. And when people have a heart and they come to you asking for forgiveness, who are we to deny forgiveness? We can. But please remember what Jesus says that if you don't forgive, your heavenly father will not forgive you. So it's very important to understand how authority works. And a lot of us don't understand how godly authority works. Remember, Christ delegates, Christ gives it to Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit gives it to us. Authority has the ability and the, the, has, gives us the right. Authority gives us the right to act in the name of Jesus. Power gives us the ability to act in the name of Jesus. And that is also what grace is. Grace is God's power and authority delegated to you. Okay? So we need to be in a very humble position, very understanding position, understand that if we have done something wrong, it's our responsibility to humble ourselves and go make it right. Go make it right. You know what? You know what Jesus says? He says, anyone who offends one of these little ones, he's talking about children, it'll be like having a millstone around your neck. Jesus really hates for children to be offended. I'm going to say this one more time. Jesus hates for children to be offended. He hates that. And let me say this as a parent, as a parent, if you misjudge something, go to your children and show them how forgiveness works by asking for their forgiveness and saying, I'm sorry that I misjudged your situation. I'm sorry. I misunderstood you or I'm sorry I did this wrong. No one is above reproach. Nobody. We all have to answer to God. How, you know, how do you think your children learn forgiveness? It's when they see it from their parents. My children know that. Look, I've made mistakes in judging situations between my children. I've accused one of them of doing something they didn't do. I mean, we've all done that. But I never took that and minimized that. It's like, oh, it was just a one-time shot. No, because I know a lot of things like that, the enemy will play with that and build distrust in your children. And so it's very important that if you make a mistake in judging anything or you are wrong about something and it offended or it hurt or it, um, or it, uh, it crossed a little one or it hurt a child, no matter how small you think it is, it's still an offense. And you as an adult who's supposed to know better, know that you need to go make that right. See, we don't think, we don't think that adults need to go make it right with children. One of the, I did a teaching on the apologizing parent. Because the reality is, our parents do the best that they can, but there's times that we've made mistakes. And there's times that we have, because we're not perfect, right? <laughs> we're not perfect, right? And so, when we make mistakes, are we willing to admit them? Are we willing to say, you know what? I did do that. That may have hurt you. That may have offended you. I'm sorry. Please, what? Forgive me for that. 
you have no clue the power of forgiveness. But the enemy knows. That's why he keeps you in offense. That's why he keeps you in pride. That's why he keeps you from uh, acknowledging the sin, no matter who it is and to who it is. He holds you back. He tries to hinder you uh, by keeping you in your pride instead of saying what? You need to humble down and go to that person and make it right. I'll never forget uh, uh opportunity that I had with my own children that I judged the situation wrong. I judged the situation wrong. And one of the lessons I learned in that is not to be quick to judge. Not to be quick to judge. So there was a learning lesson for everybody involved. And when I misjudged the situation, I pulled that child to the side and said, Hey, I need to apologize to you. And I need to ask for your forgiveness because I was wrong about that situation. And I apologize if that hurt you. And if that offended you, please forgive me. I don't want you to hold that offense. And you know what my children do? My children say, Daddy, I forgive you for that. And one of the things we taught our children is this. When you say, I forgive you, it's done. And I tell them, I don't want to hear it no more. Because God does that. God does not remember our sins. So when we announce someone's sins are forgiven, guess what? They're forgiven and God remembers them no more. And neither should we. So I love you all. May God bless you. Know that God has given us as the church, the sons of God, the authority to forgive sin. And remember, if you don't forgive, God will not forgive you. That's Jesus' words, y'all. We have to start being peacemakers. And being peacemakers, it says, blessed are the peacemakers, for they are the children of God. And so we need to learn how to deal with conflict better. And we need to understand that if we have hurt one another, we've said something out of the way, we need to go make it right. We need to go make it right. And you know what? Sometimes it doesn't always end in perfect peace. But know what? When you come and go and make it right, we can agree to disagree. Let there still be peace in the end. Let there be peace in the end. Okay? Because we know God is continuously working on each and every one of us. And it really confuses the enemy when you come with forgiveness because forgiveness disarms the enemy at every point to to accuse you or to use that that hurt or that offense to to weaponize it um, so that it feels like it can't be forgiven. Guess what? If you know you did something wrong, go make it right. The Bible says confess your faults one to another. Doesn't say who or what or how. It says if you've done something wrong, Go make it right. So I love you all. May God bless you. Till we meet again on the Journey Through Sonship podcast. Remember what the Bible says. Jesus says, when you bring your gift to the altar, if you realize you have an altar against your brother, leave your gift. And first, go be reconciled to that brother. And after being reconciled, then return and offer that gift. That means God don't want to hear nothing until you've reconciled a relationship or a situation that has that is blocking your ability to freely give a true gift to God from a true uh, position and a true heart. So may God bless you to meet again on the Journey Through Sonship podcast.